Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krupp. Good morning, everybody. It is a special day today. Welcome to Political Coffee. I am your host, Jeff Krupp. Happy, and I do mean happy, Memorial Day to you, 2022, all of you out there. Today is uh, the day we will talk mostly about Memorial Day. There were some things that happened over the weekend that will, that are political in nature. We'll touch on them. Most of all, I want to just invite you to get a call and share with us, all of us, a Memorial Day story that's important to you. Could be if you're a former service member, man or women, doesn't matter, combat veteran or not. If you have a story about Memorial Day from your service, or if you are the child of or spouse of someone who served in the military, whether they were in combat or not. If you have friends or story about friends who did not survive combat or did not survive training accidents, sadly happened way too often. We'd love to hear your story. Or even if it's just you don't have any of that in your life and in your history. But you care about this day and what it means to you and to your liberty and to your freedom and to your family. As you take this day off of work, and I hope that you can, if you are in a position of work that requires you to work, I hope that you can take some time today to choose to remember those in our nation who gave the supreme absolute sacrifice for us, but also served us. And those who did not die, but yet went to war on our behalf. Or who did not go to war, but served. Or the families of those. And I mean this from the deepest parts of my heart and my spirit. Having experienced this firsthand myself. The families of those who did serve, who did go to war. And lost a loved one. Or who didn't lose a a loved one. But were deeply impacted by war. I will share with you a story. That I have never read before. It is. um, It's on Breitbart today. And it's from the Revolutionary War. And it is a truly unsung hero of that war. Memorial Day Day is about remembering our fallen, primarily who died in the service of our country. That's what this day is about. So if you have a story, we'd love to hear it from you. If you have an opinion about Memorial Day and what it means, what it means today and what it will mean in the future, 503-589-1220 is that Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails, 
to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. There's an interesting story in the Politico of all places today. And, and, and this has a lot to do with where we're headed as a nation. It's a story about Generation X. Remember them? I mean, we're into Generation Z, Generation Unknown, whatever. A former Gen X um, (laughs) rock and roller. No kidding. She was in a famous rock band when she was young. And she, it, this story is about how she went from this, and you, you can't be in rock and roll, folks, and be a conservative. I'm sorry. It just doesn't happen. And having been in rock and roll, uh, I can tell you that for sure. She, her unlikely journey from being a Gen Xer in alternative music, her band was signed by Madonna's label played all over the world at MTV videos. And now this woman is a conservative state representative in Iowa. The story is about how she got there. And she was inspired to enter politics by guess who? Donald Trump in 2016. Now, this takes us to where we are today because it is not just Trump, but it is a whole generation of people because we just had this school shooting in Uvalde. And if you have not seen it, Joe Biden was there yesterday, as you know, but maybe you don't know, but he was. And he was scheduled to walk um, and meet a bunch of of Uvalde residents after he got out of the Catholic Church Mass, he being Catholic. But all of a sudden, he turned around as he was walking to meet these people and the Secret Service had set up this line, they started booing him and chanting, do something. Now, it's not clear what they were asking him to do, but they, it's obvious that as they booed him, you see, the story was getting around, folks, that almost all of the first responders the cops, the Border Patrol agents who went into that school even though they should have gone in a lot longer. Almost all of them that were invited by the president to meet with him were uninvited. And they said it was because of space concerns. Folks, they were meeting in a big arena. It's another lie. I think this town, it's a town I've been to a long time ago. This town, is a small town and word got around 
about these people, these people who went in there being uninvited. I think that's why they booed him. Anyway, it's a gateway pundit story. You can watch the video. Anyway, so what, is, what does he do? He abruptly stops walking towards the line and gets in the beast, his armored car, limousine, and stands on the running board as he's getting in and saying, I will. And then he flees. This is the occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I have a hard time referring to him as president. It was all a photo op, folks, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. What do you think Trump would have done? Hmm? Well, you know. By the way, over the weekend, if you didn't see it, political hack Sandra Smith of Fox News challenged U.S. Congressman Mo Brooks of Alabama, who's running for the Senate. The fact that he said the election was stolen and he cited 2,000 mules and she came back, that's been discredited by Reuters and others. And he pushed back. He said, no, it hasn't. Hey, Sandra, maybe you ought to actually watch it with your own eyes. Folks, this is one of the reasons that I won't watch Fox anymore. I'm sorry. I just don't. I will watch Fox Business or some of it. Even Stuart Varney, the business guy, the Brit who became an American, who's a passionate patriot. He had Trump on the other day. I don't know if you saw that. And he said, polls show Republicans want you to move on from the 2020 election. And Trump pushed back at it. And then as we have had Dr. Douglas Frank here in Oregon, over the, and he's still here, folks, and he's still holding meetings. He's going to be Wednesday at, the, at a meeting that I co-host once a month. It is the executive club meeting tomorrow that the executive club meeting, by the way, is at seven o'clock Wednesday night at the Portland airport Shiloh. And if you have missed Dr. Douglas Frank and his presentation of absolute truth and proof, just like 2000 mules, then you've missed something. You have the opportunity to hear Dr. Frank, in Portland, at the Portland Airport Shiloh Inn, Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, I'll be hosting that meeting. Now, Dr. Frank is speaking, I don't know where he is today. I know he's speaking somewhere today, I'm trying to find that out, maybe some of you know. But I do know where he is tomorrow. He's in Lane County, in Pleasant Hill, at Lane County Republicans headquarters in Pleasant Hill. He's there at 1 p.m. tomorrow, May 31st. Now, I understand he's also headed to Coos Bay. I don't know what time that is. I don't know if, if they're doing that today or if he's doing that all. He, he has been busy. He, he will remain busy. And he's making quite a sacrifice to do this. you got to know that this man is married. He has a family. 
and he is on this nationwide tour and he is he was going to fly home on Sunday and then fly back out here Wednesday to be with us but Oregon has become ever more important to the future of what Mike Lindell is doing with these lawsuits in 12 states demanding that these voting machines Lawsuits asking for injunctions to prevent the use of them. Why? Because they're all being hacked. As our Attorney General, Ellen Rosenblum, admitted in the court filing that she made, trying to to support a ruling, trying to suppress to us, the people who own the data, the voting data. They, it, this is why Oregon is so important, and that's why one of the reasons why Dr. Frank is staying out here. It's quite a sacrifice, and we are grateful that he has made that away from his family on Memorial Day. Anyway, that. Do you have a story about Memorial Day? Would love to hear it from you. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talk Line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220. .am. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. It is Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day to you. And I do mean happy. Because I hope that you celebrate the fact, and thanks to Kelly Fitzpatrick, uh, who is the director of Oregon Department of Veterans Affairs. Uh, she's a retired army officer. She really gives a very good Veterans Day message this day. And she talks about the 6,000 Oregon soldiers from the beginning of this nation till recently have given their lives in service to us as a nation for freedom, for liberty. And it is a very good message, and I will have it on the show plan today. There is a statewide Memorial Day celebration today at 11 a.m. in Salem at the World War II Memorial there on the west end of the state capitol ground. 11 a.m. today if you want to attend, okay? And there's more information on ODVA's Oregon Department of Veterans Affairs Facebook page. Uh, and it is a good message, and we are deeply grateful for the 6,000 individuals and their families who died to protect our freedom and our way of life. Good for her. It's a good message. Also today, uh, it's a great, Coin Six has a great little article about fly like an eagle. You know the great Steve Miller song? 
It is. The F-15s, of course, as they normally do, of the Oregon Air Guard, will fly over Oregon on Memorial Day. Well, this one is going to be dependent, weather dependent, but I, I think the ceilings are such, and of course, me being a pilot, it should be easy for them to do it. They'll be flying at about 400 miles an hour, and they'll be lower than 1,000 feet. Um, these are flyer, uh, these are aircraft from the 142nd Fighter Wing, which is up in Portland. That's at the Portland Air Base. They're going to um, fly over on Eastern Oregon at Wasco at 10 a.m., then back to Willamette National Cemetery at 1010, which means they're going to scoot pretty fast to get on over here. And it all is dependent upon weather, of course. Salem at 1017, and at 400 miles an hour, doesn't take long to get from place to place. Reedsport at 1030, Astoria at 1055, and Beaverton at 1106. That's the current schedule. We'll see if the weather allows them to make it. Anyway, uh, some other things. Uh, Memorial Day flights. Uh, it's called Travel Hell. Have piled up on Memorial Day weekend. As of Sunday evening, 5,260 flights have been canceled. Across America. Yikes. That ain't good. Uh, if you want to share with me a Memorial Day story, that's easy to do. You just call 503-589-1220. is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Or shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Kabbalah, as James writes me, uh, speaks. You know, she's been pretty silent. She's been out of you know, sight for a long time. Kamala Harris, he writes, says enough is enough. Banning assault weapons is her answer to school safety. Meanwhile, Chuck Schumer stops school safety legislation. That sounds like effective leadership to me. Are we ever going to address mental health as the issue? Are we going to address the fact that the life under the authoritarian Biden-Harris regime has become extremely difficult for many individuals, especially the young we have all the means to effectively make our schools safer without the extreme measures we use in our airports and military bases. A ban on assault weapons and weapons of war, as Biden keeps saying, it does nothing to address the issue of mental health or school safety. Are we going to ban swords and flamethrowers, too? Or ban nitrate fertilizers? Like took down the federal Murrah building. Remember in Oklahoma City? Timothy McVeigh, remember that? Or ban the stealing of dynamite or tannerite, which could be strapped onto a bomber's body and he could walk into a school because we're not hardening the schools. But as Trump said the other, it, I don't know if you saw his speech, I did, in Wyoming, where he's going after Liz Cheney. And he talked about all the billions of dollars we're sending to Ukraine and we're not doing anything for half of that, folks, half of it, 20 billion. We could put armed cops on every school in America, folks. 
not talking about Ian, and he talked about that. And so did Betsy Johnson. There's a story that um, the TED talk in Portland happened over the weekend. And unexpectedly, they invited Betsy Johnson. And she was not listed. And they were yelling at her, the crowd, why she won't join gun control issues, why she votes no on them. And the host gave her the opportunity to reply. And she did. And she's strong on it. And she talked about Oregon having a SH, you know, TY mental health system, which was met by cheers and applause. And she made the statement that the style of gun doesn't dictate the lethality. That's right. You see that all of that could have happened with a handgun, a 45 with a 10 round clip. Like I care. It doesn't matter what kind of gun it is. We're not banning. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes before the top of the hour. It is Memorial Day, and I hope that you're celebrating with joy in your heart. Because there are men and women gave their lives so that we could be free, so that you could live on the greatest nation on the face of the earth. And that's what America is. We are a constitutional republic. I might remind the U.S. Supreme Court about that. I might mind the Oregon Supreme Court about that. They are handpicked, as you know, as largely as the Oregon Court of Appeals by a leftist most unpopular governor in the nation and most unpopular governor ever in Oregon's history, Kate Brown. Your right, my right, to express what I think about the political issues of the day, which political coffee is all about. My right to do that was secured by men and women who paid a horrendous sacrifice for us. And I'm going to share with you a story after I go to the phones here in a moment. From Memorial Day, it is a story that uh, you probably have not heard. And it comes from the Revolutionary War. I'm a 26-year-old captain of a ship. And what he did It's pretty powerful. I'm going to do that to you in just a moment. A couple of other things before we go to the phones. 503-589-1220. If you have a Memorial Day story you want to share with us, please give us a call. Art and Dwight, you guys hang on. I want to remind you, Freedom Heating and Air. Love that name. Freedom Heating and Air. 
is one of our great sponsors, and they make your life better, and they do it really well. It's how they've built such a great business over almost 50 years in the Mid-Valley area. So we got a hot day coming on Wednesday, may reach as high as the low 80s. And if you know your air conditioning system is not going to keep you cool, why don't you call Freedom Heating and Air? Get ahead of it. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. They have great emergency services. They have great discounts for veterans, for senior citizens, apartment managers, and others. Freedomheatingandair.net is their website. Freedomheatingandair.net. 503-580-1456. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. I am thankful for all that gave their lives so we obviously can live in the freest nation uh, and also have the right to keep and bear arms uh, because that is very important. I uh, listened to the illustrious Ron Wyden throw a fit on the Senate floor about the guns and his party uh, filibustered a law that uh, the students of the high school in Florida wanted to get passed to, of course, make the areas safer. And, of course, they did nothing. And now they're yelling and screaming about ARs and that. Well... Jeff, you and I both know that guns don't kill people. People kill people. That's uh, right. But I did want to also make a comment that in Texas, uh, they use AR, ARs uh, to help try to curtail the wild pig problem in Texas, which destroys a billion dollars a year, Jeff. Of crops, wow. and yep. and and of course they use the AR to shoot these dang, dang wild pigs, because when you come up to them, man, they run like hell, and it's really hard to kill them. So they use the rapid fire to do that. I mean, Jeff, it's just dang ridiculous that the Democrats continue to deny us our rights under the law to protect ourselves and don't truly address the problem, uh, which is, you know, mental health. And now we're finding out more of this guy. He was involved in uh, certain things that should have threw up a red flag, but of course nothing was done. So shame on all you Democrats okay, that don't think it isn't necessary to have a rapid-fire gun for certain reasons. And one of them, let me tell you, Jeff, I used to hunt, and I wouldn't have minded having one of those ARs just in case I ran into a bear that wanted to eat and kill me uh, because they do get that way. Uh, and, of course, you know you got to have some kind of weapon to put that animal down. Yeah, you do. Before, That's right. Before it does damage. So God bless all of those yep. who gave their lives to protect our yes, rights, indeed. First Amendment and the Second Amendment. 
good for Betsy second. Johnson because yep. I'm getting sick and dang tired of the Democrats uh, not addressing issues that they should and then blaming the Republicans for a problem that could be solved if they would work with Republicans instead of just go on with that narrative about, oh, you can't have a rapid-fire gun. Well, rapid-fire gun. Well, let me tell you, and you know it, and everybody else does, and Art, I'm going to let you go. Thank you for great sentiment today. And you know it. Democrats don't want to solve the problem. They want to use it, just like with race. They want to use it to further their Marxist gains, their ideas. Let's go to Dwight. Dwight, good morning. How are you? Are you Dwight one or two today? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Um, I didn't serve in the military nor my immediate family, but my brother-in-law was in the Navy in the Pacific. And uh, one of the stories that I would like to tell, when he came back, they sailed under the Golden Gate Bridge and the um, Navy vessel he was on. And as they approached the bridge from a distance, they could see the banners and people on the bridge looking at at their return. And when they got to where they could read the banners, he saw them say, thank you and welcome and all this. Instead, it said, go back. We don't want you here. You can take away our jobs. And, and it just broke his heart. And I heard another similar story. So some of these men were not honored properly. And uh, Jack never talked about his experiences in the Navy, except at one time when he told that story, and it just made me feel really bad. So when I see a man in a grocery store around the street that's wearing a military cap, I take the time to salute and thank him. And usually it really brightens their day. And uh, thank you. we can do that for our our heroes that if you see a thank you. veteran today, salute and thank him. My next door neighbor is a vet. We always thank him on days like this. And uh, make them feel honored as they should be. And make up for those fools that spiked them. I heard another story like that too. But thanks for taking my call. And yeah, Dwight, thank you for sharing that. I've not heard that story. Doesn't surprise me though. Doesn't surprise me at all. Thank you, Dwight. I had the privilege uh, Friday of spending time on our family cemetery, which is out here in the country between Halsey and Eugene off Highway 99. And taking care of my grandparents' grave, my brother's graves. I have two brothers buried there. My father's grave and my other grandparents' grave, of which my grandfather served in the infantry in World War I. And his son, my uncle, served in Korea in an Air Force Air Rescue Squadron. And I'm grateful to the VFW for putting flags in front of each. It may be the American Legion, and I apologize if I don't know which it is. I don't want to offend anybody, but I'm just whoever did it, I'm grateful that they did. They put flags there. And Freddie, I'm grateful for the text message you sent me and I will share it, but I need to share this story. On Breitbart, 
a 26-year-old gave his life. He was a captain, James Mungford Jr., of a ship named Hope. There was a uh, large British ship that he captured that had 1,500 barrels of priceless gunpowder on it. He captured it. They brought it into, with his ship, and he brought it into Boston Harbor. It actually ran aground out there, but they got it unloaded. But there were British warships out there, and he and another ship decided to go out and to engage the British ships. They did, and they got involved in a fight with which his ship was bordered by the British. And they fought hand-to-hand combat. He was wounded in the chest, mortally. And he cried out to his crew, I am dead. Don't give up the vessel. You'll be able to beat him off. And they did. He died. And thousands heard the story and paid their respects to him. He was buried with the highest honors as the first captain in George Washington's Navy to die in combat. He was 27 years old on his birthday, the day he died. Thank you to James Mungford and what he did. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes before the top of the hour on this Memorial Day 2022. I hope that you enjoyed and I hope that as you do, if you gather this afternoon or at noontime with families and friends, you remember those who gave their lives so you could enjoy this day in freedom. There's a video, it's on the Liberty Daily, dangerous men with guns fought tyranny to bring you the freedom you're enjoying this weekend. Yes, and I'll get to more of that in a moment. Gotta remind you, fight for roofing can keep you dry because the rain is not done. You know, we got hit with some pretty good rainstorms. They're coming back this next weekend. That's the current forecast. So you know what? Get ahead of it. Stop it now before it becomes an even worse problem because a leaking roof, the damage it does or bad gutters, all of it damages your home and the huge investment you have in your home or your commercial property for that matter. Call Pfeiffer Roofing. They'll come out and give you a free estimate about how they can stop it. 503-647-4725. 647-4725. Check out their website, PfeifferRoofing.com. That's P-F-E-I-F-E-R. P-F-E-I-F-E-R Roofing.com. Rich writes me an email. You want to send me an email, by the way? You've just got a few minutes to do it, at least for me to read it on the air today. He says, regarding voting, 
but send me the email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. I said, after going to the Dr. Free Frank meetings twice this past week, I have many doubts about all elections and this past primary especially. How do we know that the primary winners are really winners and those and not those selected to win? Happy Memorial Day. I'm thinking of those who didn't come home like Jerry Woods. It's a great question, Rich. And I think it ought to be asked by those people who are in very close elections, primarily, or the stunning upset elections, like Kurt Schrader. Kurt Schrader ought to asking, ought to be asking himself and ought to be looking into, were there mules employed by the radical leftists? who want him as a so-called moderate out of the Democrat Party and the extreme far-left leftist, she is, Jamie McLeod Skinner, who's going to run against former Happy Valley mayor and a person that I endorsed, Lori Chavez de Rima. Kurt Schrader ought to, in fact, some of you, maybe one of you, want to send to his office a copy of 2,000 Mules and say, maybe you ought to look into this, Kurt. The fact that Jamie McLeod Skinner could win in Clackamas County where Kurt Schrader has been a stalwart because it's where he's from and has always done well. Why all of a sudden did he do worse? It's very suspicious to me. 2,000 mules. Maybe Kurt ought to watch it. There's a story on the Liberty Daily. It says, rhinos lie, line up to violate your rights in order to please the Democrats. You heard about Mitch McConnell? Yeah, he's one of them. The NRA CEO, Wayne LaPierre, says, Restricting the fundamental right of law-abiding citizens to defend themselves is not the answer. Amen. It is not. Ted Cruz said, we're not responding to tragedy by giving up rights. Freddie sent me, who's a combat veteran, special operator from Vietnam. Powerful story here in talking about this day, tying it all together, Memorial Day, and America being free by not losing our rights, like the type of gun that we can purchase. He writes this, it says, 112 years ago in 1907, our great-grandparents were first able to buy the rifle pictured, the semi-auto Winchester Model 1907. This is a gun they could buy from a Sears catalog and have delivered via the U.S. Post Office. It was and is a high-powered center-fire rifle with a detachable detachable high-capacity magazine. About 400,000 semi-automatic rifles were produced before World War II. Civilians had hundreds of thousands of these for 40 years while U.S. soldiers were still being issued old-fashioned bolt-action rifles. The 1907 
fired just as fast as an AR-15 or an AK-47. And the bullet was a .351 Winchester, was actually larger than most fired by more modern-looking weapons. The only functional difference between the 1907 and a controversial, much-feared AR-15 is the modern black plastic stock. The semi-auto so-called assault rifle is 110 years old. The semi-auto rifle was not a weapon of war. The government made it a weapon of war 40 years after civilians had them. Semi-auto can be safely owned by civilians. The proof is that literally three generations of adults owned and used them responsibly, and no one ever even noticed. Want to fix the horror of mass shootings? Fix the things that have changed for the worst in the last 50 years. Family values, prayer from schools, Ten Commandments from courthouses, spanking kids, morals, what is socially acceptable, confusion on the genders, left-wing liberalism, socialism, etc., because the rifle technology in question was here long before the insanity. God saved the USA, and he has a picture of this semi-auto rifle. Folks, I have one of those. It doesn't have the extended clip. I wish it did. It's a deer rifle. It's called a Winchester. Mine, excuse me, is a Remington. It's called a 30 6 it's a deer rifle passed down to me, given to me by my father. That gun, it doesn't matter how small you make the clip. That gun could do powerful damage the way an AR-15 does. In fact, it would do more because it's a much bigger bullet. We're going to ban it. going to ban... It doesn't matter. You see, even if you had a less than 10-round magazine or a 10-round magazine, that punk kid was obviously crazy with that AR-15, could have just as well walked in there with a 10-round magazine and lots of them and reloaded because he had lots of time. Because those little kids in that undefended classroom were not going to rush him and tackle him. Neither were the teachers because he shot them first. Apparently. Doesn't matter. Kathy wrote, I'm remembering the 13 dead service members that died in Afghanistan because of Joe Blow Biden's senility. Thank you, Kathy. We too remember them. You remember all of the men and women that have given their lives for your freedom this day, including your freedom to defend your family with a gun. A semi-auto hunting rifle if you need it. Because it ain't a weapon of war. After Memorial Day.